Welcome to the Scale and Skyrocket Your Business podcast with me, your host, Lord Bradley. So if you're looking for super smart ways to scale your business and build a business that serves you and not the other way around, then stay with me as every week I'll be sharing my simple time smart strategies on how you can scale your business by working smarter and not harder. So I hope you're having a great week. I've got a great topic for you this week. We're going to talk about preparedness in your business. Now, I've been reflecting a lot recently about what seems to be an increasing amount of global platform outages. It's definitely on the increase. And if you cast your minds back to 2021, Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, Google and Twitter all went down globally during that year. And literally, as I'm speaking to you right now, we've just seen the terrifying volcanic eruption in Tonga, which has wiped out communications and the internet there. And the country has effectively gone dark, and that's quite frightening. And revisiting 2021, many business owners were stung by the global platform outages that led to some really great conversations around our lack of ownership of our social media audiences and what we should be doing to protect our relationships with our audiences on our socials. And these happenings have brought the reality closer to our own personal doorsteps that we do need to be prepared and ready in our businesses for when things might go wrong. So today I'm going to take that conversation one step further from safeguarding your audience on social media and I'm going to talk about what you should be planning for. And and let's hope this never happens to any of us. If for any reason you need to step away from your business or if a disaster strikes, or on a more practical note, if you want to sell or exit your business. So I actually wanted to talk about this before the pandemic hit sometime back in late 2019. But, you know, I hesitated because I didn't want to be seen as a glass half empty kind of person, but I really wish I'd done it now. Oh, well, better late than never. All right. So what does a business continuity plan actually do? So platform outages and disasters can happen at any time and disrupt any business that isn't prepared for it. And I'm not just talking about global outages, uh, volcanoes or pandemics here. It could be an illness that leaves you unable to to work, uh, someone hacking your IT systems and taking down your website, or even loss of uh, key team members for one reason or another that leaves you feeling your way in the dark. And this one is usually the case. You might just actually want to take time out of your business to get involved in some other projects and you need your business to run like clockwork whilst you're not there. And the whole point of having a continuity plan, and this is how it's different from a business plan or a 90-day action plan, is that a continuity plan will make sure that your business can continue running and bringing in revenue with or without you and safe in whatever scenario you feel feel most vulnerable from, such as platform outages or team illnesses. And I know that many of you are wondering already, how do I protect my clients and my business in a world where there seems to be so much uncertainty? 
So we always seem to be coming out of the latest crisis, whether it's falling ill to coronavirus and keeping your businesses running, experiencing global outages or any other kind of emergencies. And I know that many of you are experiencing these things and you're wondering where you can plug the gaps so that you're not feeling at the mercy of your environment the next time something happens. And I'll put money on it that there will be another natural disaster. There will be a system crash or an illness. Now, no matter where you are, something will happen because it's just a part of life. So let's get ready for it. Now, I'm going to walk through uh, my tips now on what should go into a continuity plan and hopefully give you some peace of mind for the future. And the great thing about having a continuity plan in your back pocket is it leaves you free to mentally focus on your clients and on growing your business. And you won't have that stress of wondering what's lurking around the corner as you'll already have the most likely scenarios covered in your plan that you can whip out at a moment's notice. Now, we always seem to be emerging from some crisis, whether it's a global pandemic, uh, an internet outage or a family emergency. And many business owners see those events and wonder where they can plug the gaps so that they're not so helpless the next time something happens. Because, you know, there will be another disaster. There will be a system crash or even a hospital stay, no matter where you are in the world, something will happen. And if you don't have a business continuity plan right now, then now is a great time to get started and create one. So what does a business continuity plan typically include? Well, it really doesn't have to be too heavyweight. And what's most important is that you identify the assets and the workflows that you have in your business, that you identify what you actually do in your business uh, from day to day uh, and what needs to be done if a disaster strikes and then who should be doing those things and when they should be doing them. And before we get started, you're probably wondering what software or tools that you should use to create your plan. Well, I always say it really doesn't matter as long as you have a plan, because that's the important bit, right? But I would suggest putting your plan into a collaborative platform like Google Drive, Asana or Trello. Now, I currently have mine in Google Drive and it works really well. Reason being, your continuity plan is a living and breathing set of documents and you and your team will need access to these and you'll need to keep them up to date. All right, so let's get started. I'm going to talk about how you actually create a business continuity plan. So the first step is step one, and that's to document your business. And what you want to capture here is to identify and write down all of the core functions and the assets within your business so that you know where to focus your planning efforts. So create an inventory and write down each of your systems, including the username and passwords, uh, the software and apps that you use. And if you have software that you own, where that software's stored and any physical assets such as your laptops, servers, phones. And this is going to be essential if you have a team. And then 
any other user accounts and passwords that don't fall into the above categories that I've just mentioned. And if you have teams and different functional areas in your business, then make sure you categorize your inventory for those functional areas. So you can also delegate this task out to your teams and and get it completed much faster. And then the next step is step two, and that's to map your process and procedures. So now is the time to look at your existing workflows and your procedures to see what's in place and also what needs to be created. Now, whenever I do this exercise with my own clients, we always start with their own end clients. And we map out the workflows around their end-to-end client journey. So that would be from how you attract your clients, how you nurture and engage with your clients, how you turn your clients into your own brand cheerleaders. And then next, we focus on other operational processes that are internal to your business that are essential for keeping it running. And then lastly, any other ad hoc workflows that are not so essential. So we capture all of those things. And what you're building here is a map of all your critical functions just at a high level so that you're clear on what's needed for your business to operate smoothly. And basically, you need to know how your business functions so that you can begin to plan alternatives should a situation happen. And then when you capture this information, you'll also want to demarcate between the things that are uh, perhaps repeating tasks, uh, ad hoc tasks, internally focused tasks uh, or client or other externally focused tasks, and then identify if it's a critical process core to the functioning of your business. So, for example, an easy way of identifying if this is a critical process, ask yourself these two simple questions. Does this process help keep the lights on in my business? And secondly, does it impact my clients directly if I fail to do it? And then the next step is probably a bit chunkier and it's going to take you more time. And that's to consider the most likely scenarios of what's most likely to affect your business. And that's step three, future proofing your critical business functions. So if you are scaling a business to sell eventually, then you would also consider that scenario in this part of your business continuity plan. And the scenarios that you'd want to consider are things like a global pandemic, a recession or global economic changes, uh, changes to your marketplace, changes to your supply chains, uh, internet outages, security breaches, or you might be even just taking a sabbatical and, and so on. So you'll need to identify exactly what you need to put in place so that you can keep the core parts of your business operating until things go back to normal. So if you're wondering what's happening in the world which might impact your business, then there's plenty of think tanks online which provide annual reports on the top scenarios impacting businesses today. So I'll provide you with a link to the ones that I use and that's called the Emerging Risk Radar and I'll leave that down in the show notes. So the 2021 risk radar shows that pandemics 
political instability, extreme weather, infrastructure blackouts, cybersecurity, uh, supply chain, terrorism and regulatory uncertainty are all happening right now. And, and what you need to do is to work out which risks could present the greatest impact to your own business and then decide what you need to do to cover your bases should those things happen. So let's go back to your business continuity plan and keep in mind those risks when you're future proofing. So you'll need to draft your continuity plan to demonstrate how you'll continue to make sales should that risk happen. So if you're most likely to be affected by an internet outage, how will you continue to make sales during that outage? So create an action plan for making sales that you'll continue to generate revenue if you're forced to adapt and respond to a challenging situation. And you'll also need to draft your plan for continuing to support your clients should, for example, that internet outage happen. And the benefit of having this one in place is it's a huge trust and relationship builder with your clients because they can still access you during an outage or any other type of emergency. So next, draft your plan for continuing to procure your supplies so that you can continue providing your products or services, even if your supply lines are broken in, for example, an internet outage. And something to also consider here is making a list of alternative suppliers to have in your back pocket or alternative methods of communication should, for example, an outage happen. Then draft your plan of how you'll manage your teams so that they can continue to perform effectively during a crisis. Now, I always advise my one-to-one -one clients to multi-skill their teams so that should you ever need to execute your continuity plan, that you'll be sufficiently covered should some of your team not be able to work for any reason. Again, during internet outages, how should your team communicate with one another? So think of your team as a Swiss army knife. They'll need to be multi-skilled and ready to operate in some really tough environments. And lastly, draft your plan for how you'll maintain your systems and your equipment. So that's all the systems necessary to keep your business running during a disaster scenario. So for example, should you have an outage or a weather event which damages your host server, do you have redundancy in place to switch over to an operational backup? And this is something that's really important to ask when you're choosing a service provider. Now, I'm thinking in particular in this example to uh, course provider platforms like Kartra, Thinkific and Teachable here and so on. It's always a really smart move to ask those providers what their failover plans are should their primary host server fail for any reason. Because you don't want to invest in any platform that has no redundancy plans in place. Okay, so let's move on and let's talk about how to turn risks into opportunities. So just a final word on risks before we move on to the next stage of your continuity plan is think about how you turn these risks that I've been mentioning into opportunities for growth. So remember in the pandemic, so many businesses failed and then there were those that almost seemed ready to pivot and adapt at a moment's notice. Well, having a continuity plan is going to help you to innovate and to stay ahead of everyone else.
So those are the main components of a business continuity plan. And you're probably thinking, shit, that's going to take me forever to put a plan together. And yeah, it can be time consuming. But my tips for completing your plan are to focus on your biggest risks first and then create an outline of what needs to be focused on and then prioritize the work that needs to be done and then delegate the work out to your teams if you have them. And if you have a large size business, then turn this exercise into a project with a project lead and chunk it out over two to three months. All right, then. So let's move on and let's talk about what happens after you've created your plan in how to use a business continuity plan. And when you reach this stage, you'll have finished and reviewed your plan. And now is the time to look at how you're going to use it effectively in times of crisis. So make sure you have a nominated person or or people across your business who will be responsible for executing your plan and decide what circumstances will trigger the need to put your plan into action. And if you have a team, then choose a team leader responsible for project managing and executing your plan. Now, this might be your most senior virtual assistant, your online business manager, if you have one, or perhaps one of the most senior or most trusted members of your team. And you ideally want this person to be cool in a crisis and someone who can competently communicate and execute the ready-made plan and get your people united around it. Now, the reason I suggest nominating someone else to run you with your continuity plan instead of you is because of this. You'll need a clear head and time available to focus on your business in an emergency. So your time is going to be spent connecting with your key clients, your partners and your suppliers. And you don't want to be down in the operational weeds when all chaos is breaking loose. So having a strong leader executing your plan and having your team involved and communicating in the process is going to give your business the best possible chance of recovering after an emergency. So just a few things to remember, and and these are key for maintaining a business continuity plan, and that's to make sure that you keep your plan up to date. So treat it as a living and breathing document. And make sure you test that it works with various emergency scenarios. And this is going to be a great way to test your team's responses and look for gaps in your plan. And also stay on top of global trends and risk factors and what could impact your business. And lastly, you've got to be clear on what your own role is during an emergency and how involved and how contactable you're going to be during that process. So that's how to create a business continuity plan. And I hope that that's been useful. If you don't have a plan in place in your business and you'd like to work with me to better understand the risks which could trip you up and create your own continuity plan to set your business up for success, then do drop me a DM. I'd really love to hear from you. So thanks for listening. And if you found this episode useful, then please leave me a review and don't forget to subscribe for a new episode every Wednesday. So that's it for this week and have a great day.